0: Yes sir, yes sir, yes, 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 yes yes sir, yes sir. Yes, sir. No. We are live. Y'all are on We're and this is Balls.
1: We inside
0: a sports podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, <laughs>
1: welcome to Ball
2: Sports Podcast. It's a podcast with balls about balls. We inside. And we are we are your hosts. I'm Buddha. We inside. I'm Corona.
1: Corona. And and I'm Nels. My name is Corona Dylan.
0: Oh my gosh! And my name is Nels, aka Big Facts and Full Effects. Burr, 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 burr. you got nigga, horns now. This
1: nigga wanted to add a. Fa- I told you this <laughs> man was gonna go to doing outlandishness. <laughs>
2: why you got horns
1: now? This nigga here. Yeah, you lucky I didn't do. You lucky I didn't
0: do a laser and a flyby. Pew!
1: That's a at flyby. At least you don't edit it into it. You feel me? Oh, gross. that would have
0: been ridiculous. Nah, you, nah, I ain't that bad now. Nah. I do, I do the sound effects by myself. You know what I'm saying? I do that bit on my own. You feel me? I'm here, girl. cut, you feel me? I'm here. I'm with it. I'm awake. And Buddha, you're back.
2: I'm back. We doing this all via Zoom.
1: Yeah, zoom. we are zoom, zoom, zooming balls. Zoom. Zoom in balls. Baby. Zoom zoom zoom, balls.
2: zoom. Make my heart go boom boom. My hey my supernova. <laughs> hey, that was my shit.
0: <laughs> I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie to you though, like you're back after we had one of the greatest episodes In ball sports podcast Okay, history. Calm, this down,
2: man calm down. sized you just Gee, shit, bro. I could leave. I could easily just sign <laughs> out <laughs> this bitch. There's nothing. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Hey Dylan, you got headphones in? I couldn't I couldn't see.
1: Yeah, cousin. Don't worry about me. All right.
2: I just want to make sure we're not He's doubling good, up yeah, audio us. and
1: shit, you feel me? What's up with this man? I'm a professional, okay? Bro, That's because I can't bro, see he, it, bro. It's because I can't see it. Bro, it ain't even
0: it. that. It's just because now he feel the type of way because he wasn't a part of one of the greatest episodes ever. How was it, on it one of the greatest episodes ever? got to take off on somebody. What made it
2: one of the greatest episodes? Because I listened to the episode. It was a good ep, but I don't know if I'd call it one of the greatest ever.
0: It, so it is, was... bro, because it was like, it was like, you know, smooth. This the segues is... were seamless. You know what I'm saying? Like the the back and forth, bounce back camera. You said was the segways was
2: seamless. There was only seamless. two different sports y'all talked about. What kind of segue would there need to be? Ooh. Sometimes, bro.
0: I mean, you said there was only two different sports talked about, but if you if you thought about it, we went through like six different topics. That's how smooth our segways were. I mean, you know, the proof is in the pudding. You saying it right now, baby?
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm a neutral party uh, in all of this.
0: I'm just playing Buddha. We missed you last week.
1: Yeah, no, I know. I can tell. I can tell by
2: y'all's uh, impressions. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, uh, hey! Welcome to the podcast with balls about balls. My I was Buddha.
2: Nels, you're the last one that needs to talk about voices.
0: <laughs> Listen, I can. I can do that because y'all make fun of my voice all the time. So the least I could do is make fun back of your voice. balls about balls.
2: Episode one thirty three, everybody. <laughs>
0: oh,
2: how the how the hell we doing? Y'all y'all being safe in quarantine and shit? Of yeah, course. we doing
0: good, bro. We doing hella good, bro.
1: I'm life Drinking, life my, is good, man. Tea, drinking I mean, my tea Eating my fruits
0: I ain't gonna lie I'm upstairs in the bedroom You know what I'm saying Cause Y'all boys better i having a virtual meeting Y'all boys you better know what be, saying So shout out be, Shout out to my wife
1: Y'all boys better be swole after this If I come back And see y'all niggas And y'all niggas tiny Or fat I'm gonna get y'all crazy Who are you talking about? Y'all better be running Doing push ups Sit ups Oh you walk. talking to them I was like hey, talk, talk to me Talking to all of y'all You too
2: Bro, I'm fat forever
1: Get it in Bro,
2: you know what I'm doing every day, bro Like, we out here What you doing every day? Bro, I'm
0: fat forever
1: What you doing every day, cousin?
2: I'm taking I'm taking my four and a half mile little jaunt down Woo! to the water
1: every day Not four Down to and the, and the what? Mile.
2: Down to the water I'm going all the way to the water? water Like, the ocean Oh, oh
0: you walk all the way to the ocean and then walk back?
2: Yeah, I walk all the way down, around, back up, and then to the ocean, and then back I go to the ocean, meditate a little bit, and then I come back.
0: Ooh. Oh, bet that's what's up, bro. Ooh.
2: Y'all hear
1: that, folk? That's what y'all need to be doing. <laughs> or some very. It's ha- well, because
2: because I'm working from home, so like sitting around all day, you gotta get the blood flowing somehow, So You gotta stay active. Of course. Can't see. Can't can't just rest on our laurels and shit. Not our laurels. But uh, what do you guys say we get into it? Here.
0: I don't want to get into nothing right now, bro I'm cooling, dude, what the fuck
2: Alright Wrestling So, very important uh, week in wrestling um, It is WrestleMania week, gentlemen And unfortunately, we won't be in attendance But uh, Yeah But uh, it is what it is They have split WrestleMania into a two night event Um, On Saturday and Sunday Both starting at 7pm It's a big card So I can only imagine if it was on one night How long this event would actually be Because they actually cut out both the male and female battle royals That are usually there too So like It's already 16 matches Like 18 would have been OD Um, But yeah I mean we'll There's a lot of questions going on with the WWE right now as far as uh, what's happening beyond WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania has already been filmed. It was filmed, uh, I believe, last week, Thursday and Friday. Uh, So it's all done already. Um, But beyond WrestleMania, the wrestlers are currently not aware of what's going to happen. Obviously now with with the state of Florida having the the stay-at-home order for the next 30 days, um, at least. Um, there's kind of a, a sense of the unknown right now. And there's a very real chance and there's a very real feeling amongst the the roster that there's going to be a hiatus, uh, which will be the first time in WWE history. I mean, as you know, Raw and SmackDown are number one and number two for the longest-running weekly episodic shows in television history. And um, well, I don't think anything will ever catch that it, it's crazy because like that streak will be ending. Um, now they already have Raw and SmackDown and NXT filmed for next week. Um, however, if they do decide or are told that they need to pull the plug completely on operations, then they're gonna edit some things out. You know that would be a new storyline starting because you know as you guys know the the Raw after WrestleMania or the SmackDown after WrestleMania is usually a really big night because it kind of sets the the precedent for how we're moving forward, you know, whether it sets up for WrestleMania next year or for for SummerSlam down the line, and you know, it, it's it's an important night. Um, so not really sure how that's going to play out. But what we're going to do, we're going to do our picks for WrestleMania. WrestleMania should still be a great show. There's a good amount of gimmick matches uh, that could take place away from the ring um, to kind of get away from that kind of weird feeling of there not being a crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah, but I was about to say, like, I feel like although these matches are going to be really good, uh-huh. I think it's going to be really, really different, like, seeing no crowd. Like, no crowd reaction, no nothing. And I think that's going to be, like, so strange, bro.
2: Yeah, it is going to be different. It's going to take some getting used to. It has been a little strange the past few weeks uh, with that being the case. But mm-hmm. I like that it's giving uh, the superstars more of a chance to shine. Uh, for example, the, the Fiend and John Cena, uh, a couple weeks ago, they had promos in the ring, back and forth against each other, and it was very serious, and honestly, the quietness kind of helped with the delivery of everything, because you didn't get a bunch, a bunch of what chance. you didn't get a bunch of, you know, random dumb shit, like, you got to see the character, you know, without interruption and, and get to feel the tone of it. So I kind of liked it in that regard. And there's a couple matches I think it'll be appropriate for, you know, uh, but we kind of have to play the hand we're dealt in this regard, you know. That, so. That's
1: true, bro. That McIntyre match about to go crazy with no crap. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yo, that McIntyre uh, promo was, oh, yeah, was
1: fire. Sick. They need to do that. They need to, they do, need
0: to do way yes. more of those. That bruh. junk was amazing. Well, that's
2: well, well, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that you know, stemming from this, WWE sees the opportunity to take more of a, a Lucha Underground approach. Now, as I know, me and you discussed this on your IG Live uh, a couple nights ago. And for anybody who never watched uh, Lucha Underground, you can watch it on the the Tubi app. I know this isn't an ad; they're not paying us, but you can watch it for free there, and it's really fucking good because. The way they film it, it's not a wrestling show. It's a TV show about uh, a wrestling company, an an underground wrestling fight club, if you will. Um, So it's more focused on the stories of these people. So you have characters that are actually dead and they're actually ghosts and like all kinds of shit. The way they film it, it's dope because you'll see things that happen backstage, right? and the announcers on commentary at the ring, they don't know anything that happened backstage. So when someone in the ring is talking and then some other guy interrupts, the people that are on commentary have no idea why that person's interrupting, where we saw 15 minutes ago that they had this crazy backstage interaction and almost came to blows about some shit, and now it's playing out in the ring. So it kind of adds to the theatrics of everything. And I think WWE, with the budget that they have, can really take this opportunity to do things like the Drew McIntyre, you know, filming in Scotland this long,
1: nah, you know. Not. That shit was crazy.
2: Bro, they spazzed on that, and it's so easy. You didn't need that many people. It was super effective.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that
2: like, junk was really good. That, that man out lie there, lie there looking like the Scottish Superman, bill Bro, nah, bro
0: that, junk was, that junk was amazing, bro. I was like, God damn, like,
2: damn.
1: Really that have, just
0: made me. That just made me want him to win even you do,
1: you more. You can start like, doing. You can start doing little matches where you don't even have a crowd. It could almost be like a like some like an episode of WWE. Bro, high,
2: high key with all the with all the rain and shit that was happening. I was waiting for like him to put his hand out and Mjolnir, Thor's hammer, come to him and shit and lightning strike. Like I was like, I was waiting for some shit like that to happen. <laughs> that that shit. Cool. That shit was flames, bro. Nah, they
1: smelled so that.
2: Yeah, so um, so we'll get into the matches We'll do our picks as we go through And uh, any takeaways you guys have um, So to start things off uh, One of the more underrated storylines that's been happening Otis versus Dolph Ziggler uh, They've been fighting over that Mandy Rose chick for the past few months Like this has been happening since like December
1: Ooh. Oh yeah, they have been the- going at it
2: yeah because like, oh, is, you know, this big fat guy kind of looks like a wrestling Chris Farley. And, you know, uh, Mandy Rose is this, you know, smoking hot blonde chick who, you know, would never be with a guy like that. But they're kind of both charmed by each other. And then the the storyline really took a turn on Valentine's Day when they were supposed to meet at a restaurant for dinner. And Otis got a text from Mandy that she was running late so she wasn't the one who actually sent him that uh so when otis shows up to the restaurant mandy had been waiting forever and she's there with dolph ziggler dolph ziggler showed up and had dinner with her and now they're a couple so we don't know if it was dolph that sent the text from her phone or if it was her tag team partner sonia deville like this is actually kind of a well-built story that they've been doing um over these past few weeks and like, Dolph is taking every chance, you know how Dolph is as a heel, he's taking every chance he can to dig at Otis and shit like that, so, you know, they have this match, This finally they're having this grudge match against each other, and uh, uh, Mandy Rose is going to be out there, but she says she's not taking a side, because she doesn't like how Dolph is treating Otis and stuff like that, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens, I think uh, the good guy wins in this one, I think Otis goes over.
0: Otis better go over. They've been shitting on Dolph nah. for the past three and a half
1: years. G shit, they better keep letting them get Chris Jericho. And
0: it, what the,
1: <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> they used to they feed. Better the... not. They to and feed I like. I like. Otis the too. Yeah, Facts. they did.
0: But but Jericho at least got a prime time belt. He at least won the world championship in the WWE title. Hey, let's Whoa. not they forget did, Jer- they... Jericho was
2: undisputed champ. Oh,
0: yeah, sure. they tried he... Dolph, man. Yeah, y'all ain't won nothing.
2: Yeah, not so dude. who you who, who y'all going with on this one? Oh, Otis, big Otis. We're going with Otis. Otis Bet. Jake um, gonna do the worm right to Mandy's. Uh, never mind. Um, whoa, whoa, my what? bad. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, All right, up next. <laughs> Settle down up next, there, guys. Um, this is a rivalry that that just kind of sparked a few weeks ago. Um, Elias versus King Corbin. Um, this is kind of one of those bullshit rivalries that I feel like somehow Gronk is going to get involved in this because Gronk is hosting WrestleMania, and uh, he was Ooh, what, what's kind the match? of uh, Elias versus King Corbin.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
2: So I could see something because last week. On Raw King Corbin Jumped Elias Beat the fuck out of him Threw him off the scaffolding And stuff So I could easily see something like He's not cleared to compete So Gronk Comes in Maybe And like It's one of those Cheap little matches Where he does like a spear Or some basic shit And wins I don't know You know how WWE Gronk that. Gronk has dumb been, shit been training all the time. for a
0: while Though Gronk might be out here And actually do some serious Ad moves
2: on his dumb ass Yeah but Honestly I'm a fan of King Corbin I like the character I like the the moveset that he has. Um, I think he's a great heel. I, regardless of who he fights in this match, if it is Elias or whatever, I think King Corbin needs to win because I think they need to start putting him in a spot to where he can start contending for these upper titles because he is your king of the ring. So typically that is to set up something bigger down the line. Um, and while I don't think anybody will be able to touch King Booker, I think he has the opportunity to do something really good with this King of the Ring title. King of... Yeah. Booker! So, I'm gonna go King Corbin in this one.
0: I'm gonna go... Yeah, I'll go King Corbin, but go Patriots, though. Gronk come out there. Gronk better put some hands on their ass. <laughs> what? Straight up. Gronk better not come out there and be on no punch shit, because i am be mad as hell. Gronk better come out there and go three-point stance on his ass. Yeah. What? Well.
1: Better do that like you Better do his that like, like he did. Uh, I got King Corbin. They're not for the size of Corbin right now. Nah, I
0: don't see that happening. <laughs> but isn't Gronk supposed to become like a full time employee for the WWE or whatever?
2: Well, right now he's only um, he's only I think signed to have a couple matches over the next year. Um, That's but, cool, Gronk. So I think. Yes. Yeah, gross. So, you didn't read about
0: that? Listen, I, it's yeah. kind
2: of like a it's kind of like a Tyson Fury contract where he'll probably wrestle at SummerSlam or and maybe like WrestleMania next year or something like that. Who knows? But he's not he's not a full-time guy. I guarantee if he was going to be a full-time guy, they would start him in NXT regardless of his star power. He's a lot of work he needs to do to be able to to wrestle with these guys in WWE.
0: Right, I feel that
2: because he's not ready for these high-profile matches. Like, I'm sorry, like I, I, think he's a great athlete and tremendous personality and stuff. But he needs to hone a lot of those skills. And he still works for Fox as a, a broadcaster and commentator and stuff. So he's not going to be a full-time wrestler. True, no, for that. sure. He
1: ain't so um,
0: true. That like, so you
1: couldn't even do. You couldn't even stay healthy in football. You're not about to go do all that right. foolishness.
2: All right, so uh, the next matches had absolutely no build at all. Um, Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. Now, initially, they were supposed to do a few weeks of building, but um, a few weeks back before all this lockdown and everything happened, um, Bobby Lashley was doing WWE promotional stuff in South Africa. And when he came back, he was had to do the mandatory 14-day quarantine, so they weren't able to film anything of the storyline building. So, this is kind of just a match without context. And uh, Aleister Black has only lost once um, in a singles match uh, since he's been on the main roster. So, I'm going Aleister Black to oh, continue. Yeah. It, should, it might be a, it should be a good also, match. Yeah, it yeah, should I'm be a good match.
0: Go, it will be. I, I'm, I'm going to go Black, though. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, up next, we have the women's tag team match. The Kabuki Warriors versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Um, these women's tag titles Have really been an afterthought uh, Since they were introduced A little over a year ago um, So yeah I don't really I'm gonna go with Kabuki Warriors Just cause I'm I'm a fan of Asuka and Kyrie Sane As wrestlers And I'm really I don't really care for Nikki Cross too much I like Alexa Bliss But Nikki Cross Just doesn't do it for me No, um, no. So I'm gonna, Yeah so I'm gonna go Kabuki Warriors
1: uh, I'm gonna Take your Kabuki Warriors And Match that with another Kubuki Warriors. but I'm
0: going to go Cross and Bliss.
2: All right. Not mad at that. Yeah. Okay. So up next, we have a match. This is our one of our first matches itself that's been affected by coronavirus. Well, quarantine protocols, at least. The SmackDown Tag Team match. Uh, it was initially going to be a triple threat ladder match between... Uh, Miz and John Morrison who would be defending their titles against The New Day and The Usos Um, now this match would have been amazing on paper but um, apparently uh, a week or so ago The Miz showed up to one of the tapings for Smackdown and he was under the weather Um, not necessarily with coronavirus but he was under the weather and and the Usos weren't happy about it. New Day wasn't happy about it. So Miz was sent home. So what I've been reading is they're still going to go through with a triple threat ladder match. However, it's just going to be one member of each team fighting for the uh, 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 the tag titles. So it'll be John what? Morrison. Yeah. So it'll be John Morrison versus a member of the New Day. I'm guessing probably Kofi um, versus one of the Usos. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what we got. It'll probably still be a good match because all three are good in the ring, but man, that triple threat tag team ladder match would have been awesome. Uh, so that kind of sucks. Uh, but I'm gonna go with the Usos because during this build that they've been having, they've kept harping on the fact that the New Day are seven-time tag champions and the the Usos are six-time. They're 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 right on their heels. They're close enough, and you know they're just. One notch below New Day, so I think this is their chance to tie it and maybe you know spark that feud because New Day and Usos matches are off the charts like every time they they come with it. Uh So I'm gonna go Usos. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna go Usos also because
0: I like the Usos.
1: Yeah, I got Usos. Thailand? Big oh. Usos. Big Usos.
2: All right. Uh, Raw tag team match. This is a match that was changed due to injury. The Street Profits are defending their titles. Um, It was supposed to be against Andrade and Angel Garza, um, who Selena Vega has been managing both of them. But Andrade uh, suffered an injury. So in his place uh, is a guy from NXT uh, named Austin Theory who's good it's going to be a very good match i don't see them giving the titles to a team that isn't even a team really uh so i think the street profits just retain in a match this is probably just going to be a filler match that happens Uh,
1: So andrade
0: uh i I, i'm you said what
1: dylan
2: you said andrade andrade's not in the match anymore because he's hurt so it's angel garza and austin theory Against the Street Profits Street Profits I'm on
0: Street Profits all day And, I, and I'm and i happy with what they've done with them As far as progression I need them to keep that up Don't shit on the Street Profits They're good And they have singles opportunity They got like singles potential So that's BS If they don't get on bro Straight
2: up
1: No definitely Street Profits I okay. feel like They are gonna get rid of Big Boy soon though I ain't gonna lie to you They yeah. better not
2: I think he's I think he's like okay at best. I like Montez Ford. I don't really care for a big buddy. Uh, uh, Angelo Dawkins, I think his name is. That's bull.
1: Um, I mean, he, he talented in the ring, though, but I think, like, he don't need to talk as much as he tries to.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, next we have the Intercontinental title. Sami Zayn defending his title. Yes, Sami Zayn is the intercontinental champion because the last pay-per-view there was a uh a three-on-one handicap match with him shinsuke and cesaro against braun Strowman, who was the champion at the time and the stipulation was whoever got the pinfall was the champion sammy got the pinfall so sammy is intercontinental champion sammy's also very underrated in the ring and hasn't got really any shine at all um
1: (laughs) So, voice. I
2: think... know voice box, Yeah, he
1: just utilize that all day.
2: Right, but he's super talented. If anybody saw his matches in NXT and stuff, he's great. So, him against Daniel Bryan, I think, is a match that could potentially steal the show um, from an in-ring perspective,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: either one of these nights. Um, and I actually have Sami Zayn retaining here.
0: As do I. I feel he's supremely underrated, and he needs to get a push real soon. Mm-hmm.
1: Ain't um, ain't my boy with Gulak now.
2: Yeah, so he's been, <laughs> he's been training you? with. Dog, <laughs> they're Gulak a great five. team. <laughs> they're <laughs> a great. They're a great team together. But I can see some shit where like him Gulak is- joins those other three and like he stabs Brian in the back in this match to help Sammy win. I can see some shit like that happening.
1: Nah, I can see, I can see Daniel taking it and then him trying to go off on Daniel shit, for it.
2: So you're gonna go, Daniel Bryan? Yeah, sure. All right, bet. Daniel Bryan uh, at WrestleMania?
1: Come on, let's go! Let's <laughs> love in that shit.
2: All right, up next we have the longest feud um, that we've had in this build up to WrestleMania. Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. These guys have been fighting since like November, mm-hmm. um, and it's just been a lot of. Multi-man tag team matches. Uh, different combinations of people with you know, Seth Rollins stable as this Monday Night Messiah. Um, so I think this is going to be a great match. I think Kevin Owens has to win this match. Otherwise, it's been months for nothing. Uh, but I could see Seth Rollins winning just to kind of establish the dominance of him being the Monday Night Messiah as well. I don't know. I just don't know. If Seth Rollins wins, who his next person is, unless he goes after the title next, which is very possible. But for the sake of this on. match, for the sake of this match, I'm gonna go Kevin Owens winning.
1: I'm gonna go Seth Rollins winning. Okay. just because he got, a- okay, I feel like I, I can see him doing that and then going back for a title run, and then mm-hmm. they could probably get AOP a title run and having that be the new evolution type of little shit because they definitely really need that.
2: Right, and what's unfortunate right now is uh, one of the guys in AOP is hurt, so they're kind of... Oh, big dude! Yeah, I think he had like a torn bicep or something like that, so I think he's going to be out a little bit. Because
0: WWE is trash, Seth Rollins is going to win this. All right.
2: All right, here's uh, our next uh, kind of weird gimmick match. We have... Undertaker versus AJ Styles in a boneyard match. Um, I'm sorry,
0: what? Repeat that one more time.
2: A bone. What? A boneyard match. See, they so smart. so the they're not going to be in the ring. That? That's what it, that's that. Yeah, they're not going it, to, from what it sounds like shit. to me, yes, from what it sounds like to me, they're going to be at an undisclosed location somewhere. Yes. I could even see maybe it being like a cemetery type location. Um, yes, And that's perfect. What's been interesting about this build is we haven't seen, it What hasn't been Deadman Undertaker. It's been more along the lines of American Badass Undertaker. He's had like the beanie on and he's kind of just been talking regular and stuff like that because okay. uh, they've made it personal like AJ's been calling him Mark and Undertaker's been calling him okay, Undertaker's been like, okay Alan um, and shit. So they've been, they've been kind of going back and forth and I didn't realize that Undertaker's wife, Michelle McCool, her finisher was the Styles Clash. Oh, bitch? Yeah. So she called it the Faith Breaker. And uh, that was part of Undertaker's gimmick last week. It was like, you're just mad that my wife used your move and got it over more than you. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, AJ's been bringing his wife into it a lot and stuff, too. So like, this is like a deeply personal... Kind of crazy match. Um,
1: oh, yeah, you know, just, yeah, he, he stops being Undertaker when you start bringing his family into that bit.
2: Right. Now, one thing that is interesting. Now, a lot of people are taking AJ Styles in this match to, quote unquote, retire the Undertaker. However, something that intrigued me about Undertaker's promo on Raw is said that he hopes that uh, AJ brings the club with him because he's going to be bringing the unholy trinity of his own. Whoa. I, I don't know what that means I don't know if that means like Kane And somebody else or something I, Viscera gang grail Well Viscera's dead So it's not oh, gonna be Viscera sh- oh. Oh, <laughs> Yo, he, he right?
0: Why do you say what? things like that He is, is I just delivery? stated a fact Why is your delivery always like that When yeah, we talk about like, dead people Damn.
1: What was I supposed like, to say Well Viscera's Bro, dead that's
0: wild. Yeah, well okay goodness. okay
2: let me let me rephrase well unfortunately Viscera is no longer with us so that probably yeah, won't yeah
0: thank you Jin
2: Jin dead yeah. what the fuck he said Viscera I said well he's dead but then again it is a boneyard match so maybe he's gonna like dick. he's gonna resurrect him or some shit I can see it <laughs> Ew, Ew. I can see it I can see it
0: man. so, so Paul Bear to come too man?
1: oh yeah, Sunday take her. You,
2: you <laughs> <to> <laughs> alright, so alright, so I don't I don't know who the unholy trinity is, but that does make me uh, feel like there is gonna be backup there in case those other two uh, people get involved. Oh also I
0: mean, who else who else did he wrestle with back in the day?
2: That's what I'm trying to figure <clears throat> out. Um
0: Like who who had who has he had like tag teams with? Beyond like,
2: Kane, I could see maybe like the big show.
0: Yeah, but is the big show really unholy? The only unholy no. thing about him is his hips. He's that's not what about I'm saying. So like, like so, so it's, it's yeah. It's that's totally why I, hips. I, 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 his yeah. hips don't worship. That's why they're not. Even... <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 what if you have? What if we had like? Uh, Yo. What if you like? Uh, <laughs>
0: Where did my, did my hips, hips go?
1: go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, so make good. sure
0: if you listen to our podcast that you probably don't, I'm just playing, bro. Don't come five me and beat me up, dog.
1: I'm just Man. kidding, bro.
0: But no, but but in all, in
2: all honesty, though, I really don't know who the unholy trinity could be. I don't know if, you know, maybe it's some some shit where we see multiple renditions of The oh, Undertaker bro. in the match. What if it's Aleister Black and The Fiend? No, because they're already got matches and stuff. I, I just don't so see that happening. So they And they have no connection to AJ Styles or... Well, actually, Aleister Black has, does, does have a connection there. But
0: Yes, But I bro. don't know.
2: But I was saying, maybe it could be something where you just see different renditions of The Undertaker. Because like they, they can... Well, they can do trick filming and stuff like that. Just like how... Um, if you look at any of like the old... Uh, uh, matt hardy matches that he was doing when he was with uh, tna and he would like go into the water and he would come out as a different rendition of matt hardy um and jeff hardy and stuff like that they would have their different gimmicks so they would have the young years.
0: taker and so then like they would have so they like would have like vampire burn cross so, taker and then they would yeah, have badass
2: taker yeah so maybe like like oh they throw um badass undertaker into a grave and then like out, like a cut shoot to another grave of like a hand popping out and it's the, the phenom Undertaker rising and I don't know, some shit. That's the opportunity. Every they time get it theatrical.
0: Happens, like they have to have the song happen. So when badass Undertaker gets revived, you got to,
1: you done it now. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, you're He's still going, ladies and then, gonna Gentlemen,
2: this man's wild. Uh, uh, that's bro, my shit. That's so, great,
0: dog. <laughs> I easily listen when you get the job with WWE Creative, bro. Just put me on as your assistant, bro. What Jesus. The fuck?
2: <laughs> all right, so, so all of this being bro, said, put
0: us on, bro. All this being said,
2: who y'all got? I'm taking Taker. Big
1: Taker Bro I'm
0: taking I'm taking all seven versions Of Undertaker fam <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ You're <laughs> gonna bring Paul Bearer back On y'all live.
0: Oh my god. he gonna bring All the dead ones back British Bulldog Finna be back Man. You know what I'm saying Freaking uh, Oh Hart Finna be back Freaking Chris Van Finna come back nah. I don't know if anybody Gonna be too happy About that one
1: Nah Chris Van Waff All them boys had- Finna <laughs> Just went walker state where he at. All,
2: right. All right, so just to keep things moving here, um, the SmackDown Women's Championship match—it is a uh, a Fatal Five Way Elimination match, oh. where uh, Bailey is defending her title against Lacey Evans, Tamina, Naomi. Ooh. And her best friend Sasha Banks, and I think okay. this is the moment Sasha. where it where Sasha it's going to come down to Bailey and Sasha, and I think she's going to ask Sasha to you know the, take the finger poke of doom type shit, where she kind of just lays down for, her and Sasha ain't having that. And I think Sasha wins. I ass. think Sasha wins the title here, and basically yeah. turns babyface. Yeah, and I the, think the
1: other three because we've seen
2: right we've seen it we've seen in NXT. Uh, there was a great rivalry between Bailey and Sasha where it was a heel Sasha and a face Bailey. And I think this would be a great way to flip the script on it, reintroduce that rivalry as a face Sasha and a heel Bailey. Yeah, that's um, beautiful. So I'm going to go Sasha, the winner.
0: Um, the real winner in this one is me because I get to look at all them pretty ladies, but I got Sasha. Dylan? I got Sasha
1: too. Cool.
0: Bro, ultimately, I'm the real winner here. I don't know who wins more than me.
2: There's there's a couple butts in this match. I know that much. Uh, But but. more than a few. But (laughs) bubble butt. Um, So up next, we have the NXT Women's Championship match. Uh, Rhea Ripley defending her title against Charlotte Flair. there's not much that is to, for the
0: what is for what belt?
2: The NXT Women's Championship, because Charlotte won the Women's Royal Rumble and she chose uh, Rhea's title, because Charlotte was never NXT Women's Champion. It's the only belt she's never had. Um, oh
0: wow! But okay, she's gonna win that.
2: I disagree because I don't see Charlotte going back to NXT. Um, so I think Rhea just retains here. Uh, yeah. So I'm yeah. going Rhea.
0: I'm going Charlotte, bro. Why Charlotte win that bit? Do three episodes and lose it, and then go back to what she was doing before. As long as
2: the person she she loses to is Bianca Belair, I'm okay with it. Get it? You did,
1: you did, you did. I done put twenty seventh eat.
2: Dollar. Who you rolling with? Who me? Yes, you. Yes, jit.
1: Uh, who's the match again bitch
2: Rhea oh. Ripley and Charlotte Flair
1: <laughs> I got my dog
2: real alright um, up next we have the Raw Women's Championship Becky Lynch defending her title against Shayna Baszler not much needs to be said here I think Becky's kind of uh, worn out her welcome a lot uh, she's kind of a little bit stale at this point in her the man gimmick I got Shayna Baszler. Yeah, yeah I got. Yeah, because I, I think they keep trying to perceive her as like the female Stone Cold, and she's just not. Um, not and I feel like you shouldn't try to have somebody replicate that. I mean, he's uh, he's he's a once in a generation type of, you know, talent and personality and stuff. So like, they're just trying to go to the well too many times with that, and yeah, it's me. just not working. So I got Shayna Baszler winning this match. I've been seeing speculation that potentially we could have a Ronda Rousey uh, interfering to help Shayna win. Oh! Um, oh, that'll be fire! Yes. So we That's will see. But regardless, regardless of who gets involved, I got Shayna win in this match.
0: Me too, bro. Just put me down for that.
1: <clears throat> no, nah, I got Shayna. All right, Becky got it. I'm mad, my dog. I'm mad. I'm mad they don't wash Bianca out of this shit for real, bro.
2: (laughs) Word. That shit crazy. All right, we have a Firefly Funhouse match. Um, This is between John Cena and The Fiend. Um, I don't know what this gimmick is going to be. I imagine it's going to be something similar to the House of Horrors match that Bray Wyatt had a a few years back. Uh, with his old gimmick Um, except I feel like it's going to be more bright and vibrant with like a demonic kind of element to it Mm -hmm. Uh, but I see there's really no question here The Fiend has to win this match Um, he made it he made it clear that his loss to John Cena six years ago at Wrestlemania 30 was his first major feud and that what spiraled him from there so, this is kind of his redemption story, his swan song, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, this is a. There, there's no way that his character would be able to survive if he loses this match, in my opinion. So, oh, no, for sure.
0: Yeah, The Fiend. I, I like Fiend. everything that you just said there. The Fiend yeah.
2: has, to, has to win. Has to win. There's no, no doubt about it. Um, up next, the Universal title match. Uh, it was supposed to be Goldberg against Braun Strowman oh sorry against Roman Reigns and uh, Roman Reigns is no longer in the match Um, due to the concerns also this also stemmed from when The Miz showed up under the weather Uh, it made Roman kind of take pause and and think about things because as you know he is is just overcoming the leukemia so he is um, uh, uh, immune deficient I guess is the word yep Uh, So, he is at risk in that sense. So, I respect Roman for making that decision to be like, look, I know this was my opportunity to win the title and be the top guy again, but I have family to think about, I have my health to think about, um, and he made the right choice for him. And I see there's a lot of people hate, like calling him a coward and shit online, and they're just fucking monsters and nasty people, like... Get a life. Which, which the, uh,
1: you know, there's people like that in the world, but you can't. Yeah,
2: but like if you look at the whole scope of things, like that man's got to do what he's got to do for himself. No, nah, for, sure. Um, for and, sure. And these are the same people that complain when Roman's at the top in the first place. So exactly, you know. yeah, I
1: didn't like the man to begin with. So
2: yeah, so go fuck yourself. Um, so it looks like at least speculation. There's nothing confirmed yet until we see SmackDown uh, tomorrow or tonight or whenever you guys are listening to this. Uh, who his replacement's going to be, but the speculation is that it's going to be Braun Strowman stepping in because he currently doesn't have a match at all, and he actually hasn't been seen at all since he lost his IC title at the last Um, Mm pay-per-view, which is kind of confusing. So, honestly, I have Goldberg winning this match because I just don't think they have a direction for Braun right now. And given the title matches he's had in the past, they clearly don't think this guy is ready to be at the top So Uh, I I have no reason to think that he's going to win this match. I just don't. Um, But he's really the only person I think they could put in this match. Unless they do something where the Fiend matches on night one and he wins. And then night two, he decides to come back for his shit and gets his title back. That I would fuck with. But I don't think they're going to do that. So I think it's just going to be Braun Strowman. And I think Goldberg just retains here. And then they figure out what the hell they're going to do with the world title down the road.
1: Hmm. Braun. Well, when
0: you put it that way.
1: Just because I, I'm sorry. Goldberg got to lose the title. Bro. They can't go on hiatus with Goldberg with the title.
0: Yeah, I was about to say. Goldberg can't be that guy, though. But when you put it that way, it's, man, it all makes sense.
1: But we but don't I, know when we're coming I,
2: I, back. We don't know. When we're I'm back. Good, we we, we I'm might put
0: good. I'm gonna put good juju out there. I'm gonna say Goldberg lose. Period. Goldberg okay. loses to air. I feel like they give it to. Bro- hey.
1: I, I feel like they give it to Braun just cause ain't no crowd. Ain't no. I means like I I I, here. <laughs>
2: I I I completely, I completely understand and I feel you. And honestly, I would like Braun Strowman as as the champion. I like Braun Strowman. We. I think we all think that he's kind of been really disrespected, um, over these past couple years by not getting any like real chance at it. Um. So I wouldn't be mad at all. Just this is just me thinking from how WWE kind of thinks you're a substitute and and operates. Yeah. So like I just I just don't see it. But I'd be I'd be happy to get this one wrong. Um. But up next, the match I am most looking forward to, the match that has had the best build, Last Man Standing, Edge versus Randy Orton. Um. This match is going to be off the charts. I actually love the fact that there's no crowd because they can literally fight everywhere in the performance center. Um, it's last man standing rules, so they can kill each other, basically, um, and not have to worry about anything. Um, and uh, I really don't know who I'm going to pick. Like, I th- As much as I want to say Edge is going to win this match, I don't know that Edge is going to win this match. Um, what do what are your guys' opinions before I make my pick? Maybe you guys will swing. I to think one way
0: that Edge is gonna put up a really good fight, but I feel like they'll give it to Randy Orton at the end.
1: They ain't giving it to Randy. Randy gonna take that B with the three most devastating letters in sports entertainment today. See, so y'all are both going Randy Orton. I show, Leo. I show enough, man. Well,
0: I'm definitely going Randy Orton. This would be crazy if this is gonna be the time, the one time you're gonna go against Randy
1: Orton because you think Edge. Do, 50 that's, 50. that's what I'm saying. Like, do I really want to go? I never go against yeah. Randy. I never are you, go against Randy. Randy, he treating Ed, Edge like that old girlfriend that he ain't seen in a long time. I am. <laughs> I, I am. Bro, I am. <laughs> it's that, that nostalgia? It's that nostalgia that I'm like, oh man? Edge is back. <laughs> Uh, he, bro, he still, still, looks, he good. He still looks good he still looks good I'm Ben Ryan with Andy Randy right on yeah I'm gonna right. go it's uh, all right. about right.
0: Randall Kenneth Orton, Orton bro. Man.
1: what
2: the heck
1: Randall Kenneth you're Rob right. Orton you're right yeah, I'm bro, gonna go I'm gonna go
2: right, bro. I'm gonna go Randy I'm gonna go Randy um Thank so you. then that leaves the final match which I believe is gonna be the main event of night two uh the WWE title match Brock Lesnar defending his title against the uh Royal Rumble winner Drew McIntyre Drew McIntyre um, this is McIntyre's match. I think this is this is his crowning moment. Like the man's never been at the top of the mountain in WWE. Uh rightfully so cuz back in the day he just didn't have the same work ethic, but um that man's been putting in the work on the mic in the ring. Uh he's been killing it. So uh, you you got to give it to Drew here. He's he's your face. And he and he's full-time and you guys know I don't really fuck with part-timers, so uh being champion. It's
0: McIntyre
2: yeah, I'd has so, to go With McIntyre. Tire
1: He's went home To drain on the man Alright
2: So that's it So You, you know mean, after this
1: I don't, I don't know how much more uh, You know rust, it's coronavirus boy. Get, We but... took 45 minutes On WWE Boy that's how you know It's coronavirus
0: 45 minutes on WWE Bitch It's great
1: But Buddha took a nap <laughs>
0: yes, Sir hey, I mean he took a If you think about it He took like a two week nap bitch.
1: What Honestly
2: Actually, actually, technically, it was three weeks. Because this is wow. the th- this is the third week. Because I wasn't wow. on, I wasn't on last week, and we didn't have a show the week before.
0: Wow.
1: You yeah, took a nap.
2: You had to let that
0: out. Wow, you've been chilling, bro. We got to hold you had, your check. We got to hold your check back, bro. We got to cut that, a little bit off your check.
1: You had that sizzling in your spirit. <laughs>
0: Damn it. We, we ain't gonna give him the full check. We will give them like eighty five percent of it. We are gonna take the fifteen for ourselves.
1: Y'all dumb. Now be smart. Spirit, I feel.
0: You me? You
1: don't have forty-five minutes worth of info to let out, but I said, "Fuck y'all talking about." It, bitch. <laughs> I'm here. Bitch. All right.
2: What, what we got? What we got next?
0: All right. So you know, I've I've been reading articles for you guys, and I know that we don't got much sports to talk about, but the one thing that's been interest that's been interesting to me is. Is just the pure losses that um these organizations have been taking so far right so mm-hmm. i don't want to put too much business out there but as y'all know like my wife works for housing and because she works for housing there's just certain things that i hear from her and like one of the things she was saying was how like the housing department for colleges are missing out on like they're losing millions and millions of dollars right like fau just like refunded back the students like their housing dues For I guess like the Semester mm-hmm. And they also gave them back like their Not the uh, semester like for, for some of for... some
1: of them some A little bit of it
0: Right but I mean even then still Even though it's a little bit of it plus the Meal Food, plan yeah, the meal plans, I think yeah. they're losing They're losing out like 4 or 5 million dollars Like the average for Every housing or for every housing So far that I've seen or heard Is like anywhere from 3 million to 6 million dollars So I was interested and I was like, all right, well, since I know we're not going to have much sports to talk about, um, of course, you know, we were talking about the whole college football thing before we got onto the podcast, but like college football, still considering keeping a season going. Because I mean, if they lose out on a whole season, you got to think about it, bro. Think about a, uh, think about a university like university of Florida where Gainesville is the city and -hmm. you have a stadium that holds a hundred thousand people. You're missing on all that revenue, autumn gates, the merchandising, you know what I'm saying? Like the outside businesses making money because the game's probably sold out. Like that's a lot of revenue that's being killed, right? So that's why, like, I think this is going to be the most interesting sports calendar that we've ever seen because I don't see any of these sports entities canceling their seasons. None of them. I just, I can't see it happening, bro. It's too much money lost. I can see like all of the sports executives, whether they're going to make it public or not. I can see like the commissioner for like the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, the MLB, even Major League Soccer. I can see the director of the NCAA all meeting up and creating some kind of calendar so like they can all get back some of the money that they're going to lose. All right. I can see us having a funky ass year. Like, Usually the NBA finals would be in like May June. I can see the NBA finals being in August September Usually football starts at like September. I I mean usually football starts around like August I can see them pushing that back to September October I can see that and seeing the Super Bowl in the middle of February Even the end of February like I I can see that maybe even extending it to March because there's too much money to be made right like I was talking about on on my takes um, on our Instagram. Those of y'all who don't follow our Instagram, you can follow it. Just wait till the end of the show so you can find out where to follow us at. But you know, like there is a shitload of money to be lost. Like I- I'll ask y'all, I mean, don't don't y'all think so far for like all sports in general, this is kinda like a, a interesting time because big markets now have good players in all these sports. Right? Like you're seeing like the New Yorks and the LA's and the Houstons and the Chicago's. Like they're they're pulling decent teams. I mean everybody's stacked. Every team every team and every org is stacked. Like people are like, oh well, New York's not stacked when we're talking about basketball. I'm like, Brooklyn is gonna have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant on the same damn team. I don't wanna hear about the Knicks. Brooklyn is in New York. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, for the first, like, and even this year, like, look at the NBA this year.
2: Look so at your top four teams. Just out of out of curiosity, so if if um, if they resume the season, right? Right. If a player was on a season-ending IR, are they allowed to come off of that? You know, that's if, a great if, question. If they're if they're no longer hurt, because I can see like a Kevin Durant, like all of a sudden, or Clay. You know, if they're well,
0: I think I think if they are going to, I think it really depends on what the union wants to do. I feel okay. like if the NBA is about making money, I think they'll let those players come off IR. But then again, you might have some player union reps who are going to be like, so hold on, timeout. So because this season got pushed back, we're going to do this? now. I don't think that's fair. But in the same context, though, unprecedented times call for unprecedented measures. So these are things that you need to talk about. You know what I mean?
2: Could you imagine if the Warriors were like just on the cusp and like all of a sudden they resume the season and then you get Steph, Clay, and Draymond back ready to go.
0: <laughs> I mean it's interesting that you say that because I mean let's see if it's actually possible. Not necessarily, no, nah, it's not possible at all. They're way back. Um, I mean, well, well, if they were able, if they were able to do a full season and they went on this stupid ass. When they they Street, which they did before yeah they have yeah, to but the i don't think, I don't, Street, think they, I don't think they're gonna have a full season though yeah no, no, no. so I, I wanted to read an article for you guys um i read the ncaa one for you guys offline i'm not gonna read it here online but i wanted to read the one for the nba for y'all just to give you guys more and the reason why i would prefer to read the nba is because the ncaa is a little different because we're talking about students we're talking about revenue that's actually needed And it's a decision that can be made by the university so that's it's a different set of different ballgame different set of rules Mm -hmm. but the the headline for this article is how much money will NBA players lose due to coronavirus pandemic which is something else another reason why I think they will not cancel this season all right so stopping the NBA season was an easy decision for Commissioner Adam Silver once players started contracting the COVID-19 virus The health and safety of the league took precedence over the potential financial repercussions. While it had to be a painful choice, it wasn't a difficult one. Starting the NBA back up, be it this season or the next, will be significantly more challenging than stopping it, and the players are likely to bear the brunt of roughly half the lost revenue. The logistics of how the league might be able to continue is complex and not without risk. The path ahead is unlikely to include fans, instead potentially cloistering the players in a central location like Las Vegas under extreme isolation and quarantine. Um, Somebody tweeted, thinking it over a little more, if I had to guess, they put everyone at the Mandalay Bay and set up something similar to what they have for the G League showcase. All games in the same hotel they're staying, no one leaves the premises for the duration of the season. Whatever the pad, the league is likely to take on significant losses, be it losing gate revenue, cancelling the rest of the season, regular season, or even ending the 2019-2020 year without a champion. What the league does have is time. Time to decide whether it's right and safe to continue. Those choices can be pushed off even beyond June when player contracts are scheduled to either expire or roll over to the 2021 season, but only if the NBA and the players union agree to work together. The Collective Bargaining Agreement, also known as the CBA, that binds both sides may be limited in its scope, but both sides in concert can do whatever is needed to set the things right. Without that joint effort, the CBA is bound by its force and its language, which allows for the league to withhold player checks for games that are canceled, not postponed. Most players are scheduled to be paid next April 15th. That's the running clock on the next step for the league, reducing player salaries in anticipation of significant losses. As ESPN Adrian Rojanowski recently reported, the NBA and the Players' Union are discussing scenarios for withholding up to 25% of players' remaining salaries in a league escrow should regular season games eventually be canceled. The key word is discussing. The league and the union must collaborate to resolve the mess that is the 2020 shutdown, but how quickly can they reach an agreement? If the games are canceled, the league can deduct approximately 1.1% for each lost contest, including about 5.6 playoff games per team. For a high all-star who's paid like LeBron James, he'd be on the hook for over $400,000 per game. While players typically receive their final paycheck November 1st, months after the season has ended, a select few have accelerated pay schedules, including James. By the force mature, James would need to promptly pay the difference directly to the Los Angeles Lakers. But the league isn't necessarily ready to start canceling games, and the NBA doesn't have the right to hold back salaries for games that have simply been postponed. How comfortable will players be with giving money back for games that they still may play? Would they be guaranteed to recoup those funds once placed into escrow? Or will the league need to keep it all to help offset what could be a significant drop in the NBA's basketball-related income for the currently stalled season? Some some Canvas agents didn't know enough of the details being discussed to voice a strong opinion, other than to agree that once the money's taken from the players, they're not getting it back. But the unfortunate reality remains, the players are going to be hit hard financially by the pandemic. The CBA guarantees the players between 49 and 51% of the league's BRI each season, which is basketball-related income, assuming an even split for simplicity's sake. A $1.2 billion loss in NBA revenue could translate to a $600 million hit to the players. It's inevitable in one form or another and why the union would even be considering a 25% withholding. The league already holds 10% of each player's check in escrow per the CBA to help the numbers balance out at the end of the season. If players were collectively underpaid in relation to the revenue split, that money goes back to them through the union. If the players were overpaid as a group, the league can keep some of all of the escrow, which is either payback and equal shares to the teams or held onto by the league for other purposes. For last season, approximately $369 million was withheld in escrow. Most was returned to players, although $2 million was distributed to each team. So pretty much like what this article is saying, bro, is that there's a lot of money to be given and a lot of money to be made still. Because remember, we're after the All-Star break. And the reason why I even read that whole gist of the article, mind you, this is like, I read y'all like 60% of that article, but I got the majority of the stuff out of the way because you got to think about it. The NBA isn't even the highest grossing league in the United States, much less right. the world, right? We got to think about other sports too. Like we got to think about soccer. We got to think about basketball in China, basketball in Europe. That's why I think like, I don't see any of these leagues, corporations, uh, associations, whatever they are canceling a season. I don't see, I don't see any bounce back. Right. And and that, that's interesting, bro. Like financially speaking, like if, all right, let me ask y'all this. If y'all are, if y'all are these executives, what is your number one priority other than player health? Like obviously player health is, is serious, but what are y'all trying to do moving forward? As far as like continuing a season, stalling a season, canceling a season?
2: You said as, a, as an owner,
0: you said? If you're like an executive, an owner, exactly. somebody who works in a front office, somebody who well, works in the
2: NBA front office. If I, if I, okay, well, if I'm working for an individual team, my, outside of health, my, my next concern would be compensation. Uh, because mm-hmm. I want to keep my players happy and I want them to stay, right? And not be like, "Oh, you're not gonna pay me? Deuces, I'm out." Um, if I'm working in the NBA like the league office, oh,
1: man, I wouldn't cancel, bro. Just postpone,
0: bro. I would postpone a season, even if I cut the game, even if I cut twenty games the, and shorten the playoffs, bro. I'm keeping, I'm keeping the season, bro.
2: Well, here's the hard thing with that. So you postpone one, we don't know how long this is going to last, so when does the when does the the year typically start for basketball the season? November? So hypothetically speaking, what if this thing lasts until September? We resume a season, and then what it bleeds into a new season and what everything, Yeah, kind I wish it pushes next,
0: I was short the next season.
2: We have to I shorten. Would shorten the
0: next season, and then I would keep everything as is. The schedule would stay the same, but I would just shorten the season, and then I would give the players a short so, time off. So you would shorten of the time off they had from the virus.
2: So you would shorten the remaining season and the the season it would be going into. Correct. And you're saying shorten the time in between the two seasons, but what you got to think about there may be conflict with that. In whatever uh kind of player association grills they have uh, deals they have like a cba type situation kind of like the nfl has to where they're not allowed to do x and x for this amount of time so you'd have conflicts with that so i don't know it's hard to really that's
0: true bro like this, there's, this, there's a this lot of lo- there's crazy. a lot of logistical crazy,
2: issues bro. yeah there's a lot of logistical issues with this
0: That junk is crazy, bro. Like, I I didn't even... When I was reading the article, I was like, yo, I didn't even think about that. You want to know the craziest part of all that article? Like, these players would have to give money back. Like, I hope you heard what I said about LeBron. LeBron would be on the hook for $400,000 per game. Per game!
2: Right. What if you do this? So, what if... Now, this may seem crazy... What if you cancel the rest of this year? No NBA championship, nothing like that, right? Mhm. If everything's good by the time the new season's getting ready to start, you add on what's already been done. So it's actually a one really long season technically
1: for web sports.
2: As far as as far as, as, far as records go. Oh, so, so people like the, would take
0: So what you're saying is the Lakers would have like a 41-game on
2: top of whatever they have. No, so if they played... No, if they, if they played... or However many games have been played now, it'll be that on top of this new 82-game schedule. No. Right, exactly. No.
0: Um,
1: Niggas ain't trying to do that. Why
2: not? I mean... Because it it's like, if it you wouldn't start wouldn't a new...
1: St- if, you, if you start a new year, kid, it's hard to start a new year and then you already have, like, the best team with already a 42 game, or, like, a crazy... Like, I'm already way ahead of y'all, too, and right? I have to work from behind in a new year you feel me got a new year you might have new players you got an off season you You don't want to start if you have new new players new team like you don't want to sit there and start off like behind the eight ball
2: i feel you the the issue is we just don't know how long this is going to last there's not even going to be a vaccine we can use until the end
1: of this year so we we really how many more games don't how many more games did they have for this season Probably like thirty.
0: Well, I, I, I'm thinking about it like this. Look at the other perspective. Look at a team like the Warriors, who are 13 and 50, and you know they're 13 and 50 because they're missing a lot of players due to injuries. That would suck to come back into a new season and be like, I "Yeah, but we 13 and 50."
2: I feel you, but I don't know. I just I just don't know what you do in this situation because I I, I say get shorten
0: it. I say shorten the season. I like the idea of moving them to Las Vegas. And, and maybe having some isolation ball for a little bit. And then all those tickets. No, no that, fans. No, no fans. Fan, and all no those fans, tickets yeah. that the fans missed out on, just let the fans get those tickets of their choosing for next season and call it a day. Finish out the season, bro. Like, it, it just is what it is, bro. Like, finish it out. Finish it out. And honestly, if we get the clearance to go, because I mean, for what it's worth, Everybody, every every major state has listed a stay-at-home order. Um, We were supposed to be peaking this week, but naturally we didn't because people are stupid and don't know how to stay home. So they pushed it back like two to three weeks. If people stay home and this thing peaks in three weeks and we're on the road to recovery, I mean, we could, and this is obviously optimistically speaking, we could be done by end of June, early July. The season can still go on. The season can still go on. You just gotta cut the season a little short. You could have fans come back out. Just make sure everybody good to go. Like I, I mean, there's there's definitely ways to to make it work. I, I would, think at the end of the day, it's I just, would say it's a, it's a I would say game.
2: just to be on the on the safe side, if it resumes, just no fans rest of the year, even through the finals. Fuck it. Don't why why take the risk of bringing twenty thousand people into an arena to restart some shit. True. Potentially, like it wouldn't even be true. worth it. That's true. But and
0: I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's 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 crazy, bro. Like just looking at the money lo- be, the money being lost in this situation, crazy. Like they're saying, like even with back to the NCAA thing, athletic directors are expecting a twenty percent revenue loss, bro. Mm-hmm. That's millions and millions of dollars lost, bro. That's that's like essential to to university continuing on. Some oh, this will this will cripple. This could
2: cripple. Yeah, this could cripple programs.
0: Yeah, like not even the program, it could cripple universities. Remember universities stay afloat based off of football revenue. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it is going to be crazy to see, but see the beautiful thing about football is is it's a fall sport. So they've definitely got time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just it's going to be interesting to see what happens like with the with the sports that was already happening during that time. So you know, that it's going to be interesting right now, man. Real interesting. So that's it for regular sports, y'all Buzz.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We
2: got to
0: do a bracket next week, man. We got to do a bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I'm going to whip something up.
0: Um, What I was about to say, we got to pick an artist. It's a new month, too. Sorry, Ludacris. I
2: thought thought you was going to be doing randoms for a little bit. Isn't that what you said last week? We
0: could do randoms. That's true. We could do randoms. I mean, do you have do you have anybody in mind, any song in mind that you've been wanting to do for Underrated Bars of Fame for a while?
2: I've been had songs, but Dylan, did you have one? Nope.
0: All right, I give me a song, Buddha.
2: Bet. Um, I'm gonna go with. Um, oh, this is exciting. Mm, let's do Fast Lane. By. Uh,
0: I've done that before. Did you? Yeah, I've done that before. I actually remember doing that one.
2: With Eminem and Royce? Eminem and Royce, yeah. Yeah, he did that. All right. Bet. I can give you another Royce song then. Okay. Give me 30 seconds.
1: One. Two. Three. Four, five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine, 10. Thirteen. Fourteen. 15, Sixteen. Seventeen. Eighteen. 19, Twenty one. Oh, this is so much
2: pressure.
0: Twenty four. Twenty five. Twenty six. Twenty-nine. bam. Alright, let's just and do Bim boom, le- boom.
2: Let's just do uh Royce the Five Nine Dope Man.
0: All right. Dope man, Royce the five nine, underrated bars of fame.
2: Woo-hoo. There's probably there's probably better songs, but that's the first thing I could I could come to.
0: All right, so apparently there's interludes, E. Manny, Royce the five nine, and Ice Cube is on here, so I'm gonna just do the whole thing. Verse one by E. Manny, a a a a, prophesized to be your king. He's a king of the street, man of the world, who the little boys wanna be. He's a dope man, oh, just a ghetto hood celebrity, chains and shackles, just a distant memory. He's a dope man, oh, I ain't talking pimps and hoes, I'm talking Cadillac drove on 24s. He's a dope man, what you see is what you get, he's off it, he's our dope man. Interlude by Cedric Entertainer. It's 72 degrees and it doesn't get better than this, the weather's so beautiful outside, it's gonna warm up a little bit. And I just want to shout out to all those people that are headed out for good times with family and friends. Just a little relaxing and enjoying yourselves. I wish it was me joining you, but I'm right here doing the thing that gets it grooving. The moves and the sounds, only on Smooth Grease FM. Course. Dope man, please, can I have another hit? Hey, 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 dope man, give it up, give it up, for dope man, please, give it up, give it up, for dope man, please, duh, duh, dope man. Verse two. Royce of Five Nine and Ice Cube. Old head staring at me. They some been's. I'm the that they never was. Dope man. Your mama used to be a dime piece. Now I let her and her I let her and your auntie split a dub. Mommy got a fat ass in a sundress. I'ma see if I can get a hug. Fuck your baby mama. Only problem is now it's too hard to get rid of her. One man treasure and another man trash, you can call me little bug. White cop call me go while the wife pops, call me a jitterbug. One man white powder army could wipe out an army of twitter thugs. Put the weed out of business at a time when the town needed real drugs. Dope man, please. Oh, dope man, please. Can I have another hit? The government injected crack into my natural habitat, charging with possession and arrested me for having it after that. Pulled up in the wraith. No, it really hurts as the, do- as the oldest had to get a couple in blood. Dope man, please. Can I have another hit? Dope man, we f- gonna split a Dutch. Dope man, please, please. Dope man, dope man. Dope man, dope man. Please can I have another hit Dope Man Royce the 5'9 Featuring E-Manny And Ice Cube And Cedric the Entertainer By Royce the 5'9 That's actually a really Interesting concept song I ain't gonna
2: lie It gives
1: me When you When you listen to it When you listen (laughs) to it
2: It gives you a lot of uh, To Pimp a Butterfly vibes There's a lot of like Horns and like All kinds of shit happening Like it's It's a very eclectic Song
0: I, I ain't gonna lie it was, it's, it's really interesting There's a lot of A lot of Interesting historical concepts In that That makes sense mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool um, Yeah that was pretty underrated I'm pretty sure Listening to it you probably snapped There's a lot of good Poetic concepts in that bitch too
2: That whole album Spazzes Listen to the allegory Verse the five nine
0: Bases. Okay Tell Roy, Tell Royce to put you on a check Alright G- Tell him to put you on payroll
2: Album of the year So far
0: Yeah it is I'm going to add him so, so he can listen to this episode He better give you a shout out I'm, I'm going to get mad
2: Alright, chill out I don't know if you want that smoke with Royce I'm not going to lie to you Straight up <laughs> Damn, he
1: Straight, your straight puss up
2: Straight up That's pretty much what
0: he called me I yeah, heard it yeah, yeah, It's all good I, said, I'm, I'm really heard. not He said y'all scared Roy Royce,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Royce I just know Royce about it, And he's from Detroit So Nales I mean said, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> He said y'all a pussy yeah, him.
0: I mean You know don't it's
1: listen, all good Don't listen to Dylan Yeah him
0: It's all good baby Hey but check me out though I feel like We almost out of here bro So but we gotta do a couple of things Before we do that though Number one Buddha Since you're back Dylan can give you your job back your your piece of the pie mm-hmm. You gotta let us know Where they can reach us On email
2: uh, Ballsportspodcast At gmail.com
0: What about on Instagram
2: Balls underscore sports Underscore podcast
0: And what about on Twitter?
2: Balls underscore podcast.
0: And I think with that being said, we are done. Appreciate y'all for listening for the... How many times we've done this now? 133. 133rd time. Appreciate y'all for listening to us, man. Like, y'all could have been listening to any other sports podcast, but y'all are listening to us, and we really appreciate that. Just keep riding with us and vibing with us, and we're going to keep giving you good-ass content to listen to. I think we're done.
1: Yeah, we b- out of here. Bye, hoes. Silly niggas.
0: The scallywags. All right, y'all, best.
1: <laughs> Why you letting me massage